Everybody looks at us up. Thanks for joining us here today. So the border is a mess, and it's been that way since Biden took office. Since he came in, numbers of illegal immigrants went up that are coming into the country. Under Donald Trump, the numbers went down. So COVID, no COVID, blue, blue, blah, blah. Doesn't matter. Bottom line is, under Donald Trump, with COVID, out COVID, numbers were going down. Joe Biden, with COVID, out COVID, no COVID, doesn't matter. The numbers are just going up and up and up and up and up. Climate change? I don't know if uh, the people that are coming across the border, if a single one of them said the reason is because of climate change. So don't give me that crap. But here's a headline um, from com news. And last week, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State for the Biden administration, the United States, went to meet the Mexican president to talk about the border crisis. And this is what the headline is. Mexican president says agreement reached to keep U.S. border crossings open. Wow. And the Mexican president is extremely happy about that. So I want to give you the details of what's going on at the border um, and the numbers and all that. And more about what they, they were talking about in the meeting between Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, and the Mexican president. But think about this for a second. So the Mexican president wants the border to be kept open. Why? Well, is he's dealing with an overwhelming amount of people in this country? I don't think so. A lot of people are leaving. And the point of a meeting between Anthony Blinken and President of Mexico is to keep the border open or to kind of fix the problem, right? I don't know. A little weird that the headlines coming out is that the Mexican president is all proud about the agreement that was made to keep the border open. But why does he want his people to leave? Why not? Why not? Because look at the majority of the people that are leaving from Mexico into the United States. The majority of them are young, able-bodied, military-aged people. Not the elderly. Not the women and the little children. Right? The elder people could be a burden for the country. They can't work. And they need assistance. And for Mexico to want the elderly people to go, that could make sense. But the majority of the people that are coming across the border are young, able-bodied men. And a country needs young, able-bodied men that could help build the economy and keep the economy functioning in the country. These people work. They bring in money. There's a better economy building itself up and up, right? But when you have all the young people leaving, what happens is the situation just gets worse. The elder people don't have the younger people to help them. Why does the Mexican government want that its people should flee from Mexico into the United States and they were dying for the border to be kept open? Now, remember, under Donald Trump, because he threatened the Mexican government, they put their own military at the border to keep people from crossing. But under Biden, they are so happy to leave the border open. Why would they do that? Right? They want a country that has a good economy, even if it's a corrupt government. Look at China. They want their people to work, and they have child slaves 
They have older people working. They have a sick economy. Oh, not for the people on the bottom, but for those at the top. Things are amazing, right? Look at North Korea. The people are working over there. And they keep their people. They don't want them to leave. They want to use them as slaves. So, as corrupt as a country is, every country that in the, in the world is trying to build up its economy. And the way of doing that is having young people working. So the majority of the people leaving from Mexico to the United States, and the numbers of millions, are young people. Why does the Mexican government want that? So, there has to be an answer. And I think it's either one of those two. Either the government is fully corrupted, and they're working hand-in-hand with the cartel members that are working with China that is sending the fentanyl and cocaine over the southern border from Mexico into the United States because the border's open. The Chinese send their cocaine to Mexico. Mexico cartel members take that cocaine, bring it into the United States, sell it, and billions or millions are made. Right, And you have a corrupt government that's also making money off it, the government over there. And they want to keep the border open in that way. That's one reason, and that's a bad reason, and that should tell you that the United States should shut down the border because over 100,000 people have died from fentanyl and cocaine overdoses. It's, it's an epidemic, right? We should look at this as war, not to start a war with another country, but hey, shut the border? <laughs> How about that? Another reason why the Mexican government would want to send its people, or not really send its people, to keep the border open. The reason for that would be because, yes, many young people are leaving, and that will hurt their economy. But if the border is kept open, what can they do? They can empty their prisons out into the United States. That's not to say that all the people that are coming across are bad people. The majority of them aren't. They're young people, right? There's a better situation and circumstance in the United States. Why not go from Mexico to the United States if the border's open? But then you got the criminals that are gotaways that run in, don't turn themselves in, give fake names, get in, never show up to court. They're criminals living here in the United States. And I don't mean criminals because they crossed illegally. Criminals because they did terrible stuff in Mexico. Were imprisoned or were supposed to go to prison, but instead... They were able to run away and into the United States. Now, Mexico doesn't have to deal with the criminals. So there's that. Now, these two reasons should not be a reason for the American government, the Biden administration, to want to keep the border open. It should be the opposite. We should want to shut down the border because people are dying from overdoses of fentanyl and cocaine. And we have enough criminals in the country. Right? It's being incentivized to be a criminal here in the United States. You can go in after committing a crime and come right out without any cash bail they have to put down, commit another crime again and again and again. Okay, if you kill someone, you might end up in prison possibly. And that happens. But they'll, they'll wait until that point in time for some odd reason. In many, many cases, by these uh, George Soros-funded DAs like the one in New York, Alvin Bragg, who lets the criminals go free. But we have so many criminals coming across, thousands. Yes, every country has thousands of thousands of criminals. And if you empty all of these criminals into 
another country, then that country is going to have a problem because they have enough of their own criminals. Does the United States need more criminals? Right? And we have seen to some extent some ramifications of crimes being committed by illegal immigrants, and that should not be tolerated. Migrant numbers at the southern border in December have broken the record for monthly encounters. This is from Fox News, an article on their website. Customs and Border Protection sources tell Fox News just as U.S. and Mexico officials met this week and discussed the benefits of regularizing those in the country illegally. Right? That's crazy. The U.S. and Mexico officials discussed the benefits of allowing people into the United States. Now, as I just mentioned, there's a reason why the Mexican government wants to send their people over here, even though they're losing a lot of young people, which benefits the economy in that country. But the U.S. and Mexico officials, meaning the Biden administration, is also into this. I guess they left the border open for a couple of years. Is Biden making some money off this open border? Or is he sold to the Chinese? Or does he get some cocaine that's then found in the White House? Okay, I'm being sarcastic here. But cocaine was found at the White House. Sources say that there have been more than 276,000 migrant encounters in December. Wow. Already making it the highest month on record. 276,000. So put that together, four months, you have a million new people. A million. Just think about it. It's like this crazy. Right? Just absolutely crazy. Now, for every single one of these people, the United States, or not every single one, I'd say most of them, spends thousands of dollars per person. That's billions of billions of billions of billions of billions of dollars. So it hurts our economy because we're spending away, causes inflation to go up even higher, and the cost is just going to go up even more. The previous record was set in September, also this year, when officials saw 269,735 encounters, which is pretty close to this number, but these numbers are just going up higher. Now, what, what happens when we get to 400,000, 500,000, a million, 5 million, 10 million, a billion? Is everybody from Africa going to come in here? Well, if they all come, you'll know about it because you'll have nowhere to move, nowhere to turn, nowhere to walk. The number includes all illegal immigrants encountered between ports of entry and migrants entering as ports as ports of entry via the CBP-1 app. Um, and I think that's an app that the Biden administration made available to people that want to come across the board. I'm not sure exactly. U.S.-Mexico migration talks included benefits of regular regularizing illegal immigrants living in the United States. That's the headline. This means that since the new fiscal year began on October 1, there have been more than 760,000 migrant encounters at the southern border, making the first quarter of the year 24 of 24, the highest quarter on record. Meanwhile, there have been 82,000 known getaways since October 1. 82,000. Now, if we've mentioned in past programs, why would you not turn yourself in to the border patrol agents if you got a free phone, food, housing, hotel rooms, laundry service, and so much more, egg boxes. Why would 82,000 people not turn themselves in? Maybe because they're on the terrorist watch list. Maybe because they're serious criminals. Now, my guess is all these 82,000 people that came in since October 1st, 
over two month period of criminals, but I'd say you have at least five thousand, at least ten thousand, at least twenty thousand that are that don't want to turn themselves in because they're afraid of getting arrested and getting caught and someone recognizing them and doing a background check on them and then sending them back to Mexico where they go to jail or putting them in a prison here in the United States. There were over ninety four hundred encounters in the last twenty four hours. And this is from two days ago, whatever. This is one of the days, 9,400, with over 8,000 resulting in a release with a notice to appear. 8,000 just were sent on their way into the United States, appear in 25,100 here in court. (laughs) It caps a year at the southern border where multiple records have been repeatedly smashed and where Border Patrol have consistently been overwhelmed by the numbers they are seeing. Republicans have blamed the surge in the policies of the administration, the Biden administration, including the ending of Trump-era policies, while the administration says it is dealing with a hemisphere-wide challenge and needs more funding and uh, immigration reform legislation from Congress. Oh, so go down to Mexico, Mr. Biden, and have a conversation about just opening the border even more. Brilliant. Liberal mayor pushed Biden for emergency declaration additional funding to deal with a migrant crisis. you got a liberal mayor who says our city is open for migrants, right? You know all these cities. The sanctuary cities that are pro-migrants. Come on, everybody, into the country illegally. We'll deal with you. And then they come, and then they have problems. And then they're yelling and screaming about the fact that there are illegal migrants overwhelming the situation. Not that the illegal migrants are always bad or mostly bad or even huge chunk bad, but partly you have criminals, but even beyond that, it's a situation that's really hard to deal with when you have a city full of illegal migrants uh, that are taking up hotels and all kinds of housing situations and causing the state and the city billions of dollars. It had adopted a strategy of expanding lawful pathways for migration. That's the city of that liberal. Cracking down on smugglers and increasing what it says are consequences for illegal entry. A DHS official told Fox this month that there have been 400,000 removals between May and the end of November, nearly the number of removals in all of FY19. Wait, so let me see what this is talking about. However, officials have also told lawmakers that they are releasing 5,000 illegal immigrants a day into the U.S., and that doesn't include those being paroled at ports of entry. So you have people that are sent back. Okay, but the numbers of those that are coming in are beyond what we've ever seen. And what Democrats like to say is that Joe Biden is sending back more people into Mexico than we have ever sent back people that come in illegally. And we do send some back for some weird reason. Okay, we're just letting more and more people in, but some we send back. And the actual truth is that more people have come into the country than any than other uh, any than under any other president, and the numbers are way, 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 way higher. So when you have 5 million people coming under Joe Biden and you send back 500,000, okay, let's say, right? Not saying these are the accurate numbers, and you have under Donald Trump a million people and only and only 100,000 sent back. So you'll have less sent back because less are coming. That makes sense. It ends up happening in that way. I don't know what the exact situation is, but for the Bidens to be proud of, we sent back 400,000 people between May and at the end of November. That's brilliantly stupid because more people have come than ever before. 
Oh my God. However, officials have also told lawmakers that they are releasing 5,000 illegal immigrants a day into the U.S. Oh, that's just a side point that's important to mention because the numbers are higher than it's ever been. <laughs> okay, currently the White House is requesting $14 billion in border funding as part of their emergency supplemental funding request. Wait, but what do you want to do with that $14 billion? Hey, open the border even more? Because you spoke to Mexico, maybe they gave you a little cocaine, and now you know what to do. But that has stalled as Republicans demand additional restrictions on asylum and the government's use of parole to stop the interior releases. Ooh. All right, this is a long article. I don't even know where it's driving. Um, let's see what else they got here. I'm a little confused, but I'm trying to figure it out. Um... And then you got the main court, you know, they took the Secretary of State. Shatterbelly, Shanna Raleigh, Shanna Belly or something is her name. And she said that she's taking Donald Trump off the ballot because it was requested of her. And she had to make a decision. And she decided he incited an insurrection. I believe he incited an insurrection. You have Colorado doing that. You have Maine doing that. Taking him off the ballot proudly. Oh, you can't vote for him because he incited an insurrection. He was never charged with that. No evidence was ever presented, but it doesn't matter. Because my assumption, my analysis of what happened on January 6th is that Donald Trump incited the insurrection. Since I believe that, I can just take him off the ballot without due process. That is brilliant. That makes so much sense. So you have one judge with an opinion who can just sentence everybody in the United States. You know, if there's a Republican judge out there, how about you just put... Every Democrat politician that's pro-taking Donald Trump off the ballot into prison. Go beyond taking them off the ballot. There were some people talking about Florida taking Florida Republican state voting to get um, in, in the Supreme Court of Florida taking Biden off the ballot. And some other Republican states doing that. But I'm saying how about we do go beyond that and Republican judges or right-wing judges start arresting Democratic politicians. Because... We think they're bad. We have no evidence, but it doesn't matter. Right? Who needs due process? Just the judge's analysis and opinion that matters. Just put them behind bars. Brilliant. It makes so much sense. But the question that people need to ask themselves, and I tried to stress this uh, last time, like two shows ago, if every time they indicted President Trump, his phone numbers went up and up and up and up, why are they still attacking him when it's helping him in the primary? Right? They want to take him off the ballot so he shouldn't be able to win. Supreme Court, everybody knows. Everybody knows he's going to overturn this ruling by the Secretary of State, by the court in Colorado. Trump is going to be on the ballot in all states. Supreme Court is not going to allow this. It's unconstitutional. But all this is doing is helping Trump's poll numbers go higher up because he's running around saying, look, I'm a threat to the Democrats, the biggest threat to the Democrats.